0: Welcome to Real Talk Christian Podcast, where we drink coffee and have real conversations on faith, culture, and society. I'm your host, Chris Fuller, and on today's bonus episode, Mark and I got a chance to sit down with Mark Grailman from Sanctus Real, the drummer for Sanctus Real, one of the original band members, and got to just have a heart-to-heart conversation uh, interview with him um, at the side of Revive Fest. So we really hope you guys enjoy this special bonus episode. Check it out. So I asked you a question when we were out there chatting and I, I never got the answer because Mark started telling me. <laughs> story. But you didn't do the
1: intro yet, bro. Who are we talking to? Fuller? Talking to Mark from Sanctus for Real. <laughs> Mark is talking to Mark. That's all I Mark wanted to say. Mark is talking to... Well, that's
0: all I wanted to say.
1: <laughs> T-Mark. But that's a different Real story. Real question. How do you spell Mark?
2: With a K. I'm,
0: I'm with a C. I'm oh, so well, weird. So he's the cooler Mark. A, but I'm I mean, Mark with a
2: C. I don't know if it's cooler, <laughs> but... It is what it is. It's, yeah. Sure. I mean, that's a little more unique. I feel like I hardly, I hardly ever meet Marks with us It's C rare. Everyone's like, oh, is it yeah. short
0: for Marcus? No. Yeah. nope. <laughs> Actually, his first name is Timothy, and his middle name is Mark, and that's what he goes by, Mark.
1: Even his mom calls him Mark. It's weird. Well, yeah, because my dad was Timothy, and sure. mom didn't want me calling, being called Timmy. Sure.
2: Now, when you were growing up, were you Marky?
1: No, just Mark. Uh,
0: now he's Mr. Marky Mark, according Mr. to my Mr. Marky kids. Mark and the Funky uh, Bunch a lot. Okay. No, yeah. just Mark.
2: Yeah, Just Mark. I was Marky when I was a Mark-y, kid. Marky, yeah. Yeah, I didn't with have a that. Y. With a Y. Marky with a Y. <laughs> <laughs> nice, nice. Now I'm just Mark with a K.
1: That's <laughs> what it is. But you're with Sanctus Real, so that's all that
0: matters.
2: Yeah. <laughs> that's <No>. right, supposed <laughs> So, dude, we're sitting
1: down with the drummer, OG the, the, drummer. The
0: man, the original OG. The guy who makes the beat <laughs> for Sanctus Real. The guy with whom, if you don't have him, there is no music.
2: I don't know if there's well, no music, but there's definitely l- l- no good music. But let's be honest,
0: right? Without drummers, (laughs) guitarists
1: get lost, okay? They just just lose. They're like, I
0: forgot my time. No, that's what the click (laughs) track's
1: for. Oh, that's true. That's true. All
0: right. Now, can I go back to my question? Carry on. All right. See, that was the intro. All right. So, what has been the best year that you've had with Sanctus Real? And what has been the worst year that you've had with Sanctus Real?
2: Man. You know, goodness, (laughs) <laughs> He's like, that dang it, I don't want to do this a, interview anymore. What CD are we talking about? <laughs> Excuse me. That was, that's such a, wow. That's a, that's a big question.
0: You don't have to answer it. This is just real
2: talk. Well, I would, I would like to attempt to answer it. Okay. I just feel like that's kind of one of those questions where I'll give you an answer now. Mm-hmm. Tomorrow, I probably would give you a totally different answer. Sure. Yesterday, I might've given you a totally different answer from sure. oh, tomorrow. As of
0: right now, today, <laughs> As of July 21st.
2: right now, um, I think that man. All right. So probably the, we'll, we'll start with the worst. Here. Oh, starting, starting with the worst. Worst. all right. I like yeah, this. We'll, we'll get it out of the way. <laughs> yeah.
1: I'm really nervous right now. I'm like, we're about to get
2: sued. <laughs> <laughs> um, so probably the worst year was um, uh, two thousand and five, and reason being uh, is because that was that was probably the hardest year of my life personally. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll try to make a really long story very condensed for you, but.
0: Um, You can go as long as you want, Mark. (laughs) (laughs) You
2: You have editing abilities, right? Yeah, of course we do. Um, And
1: you have 30
0: minutes. And you just tell us what you want.
2: (laughs) So uh, my wife and I were were pregnant with our first child. Mm. And uh, so my oldest son, uh, his name's Ben. He's actually on his way to the festival here right now to pick me up, in fact. Uh, Ben was, was born, and on the day that Ben was born... Uh we found out that my dad uh my dad was officially diagnosed with cancer mm-hmm. literally two hours later. Mm-hmm. The way it all went down was that uh my dad had gone into the hospital on a Monday with some severe stomach pain. Mm-hmm. Uh, my wife and I, because our son Ben was breached in the in the womb, uh we were scheduled to go in that following Friday for a C section. So literally my dad's in the hospital like this whole week. And then we go in on Friday to the same hospital mm-hmm. <clears throat> and we have c uh, C-section. Our son is born 3 p.m. Meanwhile, my dad is on the floor right above us oh, in a room, oh, has goodness. had all this testing done this whole week mm-hmm. uh, and finds out at 5 p.m. Test results comes back. He's got cancer. Mm-hmm. So then they're going to do exploratory surgery that mm-hmm. uh, next day on Saturday to see how bad it is. Um, they do the surgery you know we're still in the hospital with our brand new baby yeah. uh, which also happened to be my I'm the oldest of three kids so I was the first one to have a baby so mm. it's my dad's first grandchild. Oh wow. Um so uh you know we they do the surgery they basically open him up and realize that cancer has spread all over his entire abdominal cavity and they say it's like beyond stage 4 there's nothing we can do. Mm. So they stitch him back up and yeah it was the following two months he ended up going to the hospice and just went downhill rapidly. Oh. So in two months time went from this moment of like us having, you know, our first child, my parents becoming grandparents for the mm. first time and literally in the same couple hours, you know, my dad realizing he's not gonna be here to see his grandson grow oh. up. Mm. Uh and yeah, sure enough, two months later, uh my dad passed away and you know, we we said goodbye. And I'm oh, sorry. So that was the worst year. Yeah. <laughs> In the midst of that, you know, we were writing music, the the band was up and running on all cylinders and mm-hmm. <clears throat> so I'm you know, I was still fairly newly married, uh we were pretty sure that we conceived our son on our uh, first wedding anniversary weekend trip. Nice. <laughs> yeah, <So> always <laughs> fun when you can date it. Yeah, yeah. Always fun. when second you can wait date a second. It. Oh, okay. It's not too difficult when you're in a band. You're touring all the time, <laughs> right. so it's like you know you have a baby. and It's like, oh yeah, that's when I was home for a week. Yeah, <laughs> right. right. <laughs> My bad. <laughs> um, but yeah, so you know it. it it's like you know here I've I've been married for a year and a half, year mm. and nine months or whatever it would be and uh, so in a a lot of ways just feel like uh, I don't even know how to be married yet you know still fresh into all this now we got a kid and my my dad just passed away Mm -hmm. the band is just like running like crazy and we're so we're in the middle of making uh, an old record I don't know if you guys would remember it or not but it's called The Face of Love Um, yeah I'm like I know I know what a record is this is youth group ears for me man yeah yeah (laughs) So it had, you know, the song, the face of love had, mm-hmm. uh, I'm not all right was on that record. Mm-hmm. Um, and some other ones. Uh, in fact, the, the last track on that record is a song called Benjamin, mm-hmm. which is named after my son. And mm-hmm. if you were to go back and listen to that song, uh, it's a song that Matt wrote for me basically. Uh, and the first verse is like me talking to my dad. And the second verse is supposed to be me talking to my son. Mm. Uh, well, snap. Yeah. You go back and listen, hey, man. Man, I I'm
1: going to go back and listen to this one. We're
2: going to listen yeah. to that on the way back to South. Bend. Go back <laughs> yep. and listen to that. You'll cry like a baby now. So you're welcome. <laughs> um, don't worry. Yeah. We'll
1: follow you on
0: social.
2: And so, let you know,
1: you made us cry.
3: <laughs> so
2: 2005,
1: you know, your, your, your dad just passed away, but the band's still going. How'd you get through that, man? I mean, I mean, obviously, you know, Jesus yeah. got you through, and your wife got you through, and that's I mean, the easy answer, though, right? But you're but you're still yeah. touring, like you're still doing the thing with the band, so you didn't be like, "Peace, I'm out."
2: Yeah, I mean, yeah, I came off the road for a little bit, like uh, maybe two months or something, mm-hmm. and we had a, a friend of ours fill in on drums, and um, so yeah, it was just, you know, it was just a grief process, and I think what was so difficult about it. Yeah, I always tell people it doesn't really even matter what age you are. You know, if your parents live to be 90-something and, you know, gets to that point where it's like it'd almost be better for them to pass away and just go be with the Lord because, you know, it's just life is so rough for them physically. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, we've all seen older folks like that. Mm -hmm. uh, But even in those kind of situations, I just think it's just painful to lose your parents. It's just something that you can't really comprehend what that's like until you go through it. Mm. Uh, But, you know, for, for me and my family, uh, how, you know, my, my, so my dad was 47, which for the record is only two years older than what I am right now. Mm. (laughs) Uh, And, you know, this is all, like I said, 2005, 2006, like 18 years ago. Mm -hmm. Uh, But, you know, so just, Going through that, it was just traumatic, and there was just a lot of grief for me i mm-hmm. had to i I was when I look back, I feel like it was probably literally about two years, two or three years before I felt normal again mm-hmm. you know to where I got beyond the point of waking up in the morning and remembering the reality of like, "Oh my dad's not here, and not having that pit in my stomach mm-hmm. over it now it did, took two years
0: did you ever Question your faith or God during that time of why? I mean, because yeah. you know, I I've had some traumatic, not that bad traumatic stuff happen to me, and and it, it comes. You know, Satan seems to always put that thought at least in your mind, and you're you're battling it, and not that you you know fall into it, but but there is that sure. battle. Did you go through that or?
2: Oh yeah, yeah, there yeah. was a lot of anger and just mm. frustration. Um, over the the circumstances of it, more than anything, yeah. really, just like the timing of it, because uh, my dad was so excited that I was having a boy. Yeah, and yeah. you know, I remember calling him on the phone to tell him, like, "Oh, we're having a boy," you oh, know, and, and you know, he was like, "Yes, I'm going to buy him a mini bike and a go kart." <laughs> oh, no. typical grandpa. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I'm like, and you're going to stress my wife out. Yeah. This is not good. <laughs> <laughs> I'm newly married. Don't do that to me. <laughs> Um, so yeah, you know, just the timing of it more than anything felt like, uh, felt like a bad joke, mm. you know, it just felt painful and, yeah. and yeah, I definitely went through a lot of questioning and just, you know, I had my moments with the Lord. i just like, I don't understand why you let this happen, you know, mm. and just like really angry and, uh, just, you know, When I look back at that even now, it's like I'm so, as crazy as it sounds, I'm so thankful for that time because I think it was really the first time in my relationship with Jesus that I realized that even when I'm screaming in his face, he just looks at me with love and compassion. Mm. You know, Mm. like he doesn't let go even in those moments when I'm kicking him in the shins and pushing him away (laughs) and just just angry Mm -hmm. you know and i think that's just at this point now it's like i can look back at that and i just feel nothing but uh a graciousness about the whole situation and just really a gratitude of what uh you know what it's come to mean to me now Mm -hmm. and the reality is you know and you say stuff like this and it it feels like it could be just an easy thing to say as a cop out but the reality is you know i, I my dad loved the lord yeah. and i I know where he is right and even though that sounds like an easy thing to push it off on the reality is <laughs> that i don't know that it was ever really a reality to me before mm it's like the, the, the reality of heaven and the reality of there is life after this time on our, on earth. Mm-hmm. Uh, if I'm honest, that wasn't really real to me yeah. like it is now. Right. And you know, there's just so much, it's like, I just, I don't know, it, the whole situation gave me a, 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 perspective on life that I wouldn't have had otherwise. And mm. you know, I can say the same for like, my, I've got two younger sisters and, yeah uh my my mom is actually with the lord now too she lived a mm. lot longer but uh you know for my mom for all of us it, it was like we had this this saying my, my dad used to when we were in the hospice facility and he was you know going downhill uh he kept reminding us he said you know the thing about heaven is heaven means never saying goodbye yeah you know we actually had that like engraved on his tombstone mm. and you know and so so that's kind of our thing now. Like yeah. we cling to that, you know, like right. we will see him again one day. And, and when that day comes, nothing can screw it up ever again. Right. You know? Right. It's, exactly. It's just like, that's yeah. awesome.
1: So that was the worst year. <laughs> <laughs>
2: pretty, wow. And we
0: didn't that's even stage these questions. <laughs> we we're like, all right, let's just go. And, and,
1: but you know, I think that shows, you know, people joke all the time. Like we've had people come up to us there in the festival. Like, I can't it really get to meet you guys. And we're like, we're, we're just two dudes hanging out, like we're we're, is, we're nobodies.
0: I don't,
3: yeah. yeah and, but, but I think that makes. But sense. we
0: really are nobodies. I mean, at least you know you've been touring for a while. <laughs> like you, you've done things, and people have this high and lofty opinion. Uh, oh, well, you sink real. real. Oh my goodness. Uh, Whereas <laughs> I don't. I'm assuming you're like, like us. Oh, we're just two dudes like hanging out. you guys are just a couple buddies hanging out playing these you music got, that you like, right? Drums. I mean, you just hit drums,
2: man. Yeah. <laughs> there, you know, maybe the one of the fun things about. Our band is, I mean, you couldn't really find a better example of just a bunch of guys who really had no idea what they were doing <laughs> and, sure. and just really Christian music in the 90s baby <laughs> yeah yeah yep yeah. Just a bunch of kids hanging out in the basement learning how to play Weezer songs <laughs> right that's what we were that, this could have been Perfect, me man right?
1: so I was learning music too well right. actually it was more of uh, red hot chili peppers but you know never mind that's there that's neither go. Go. here than there hoop yeah. you know but okay so so worse year I was playing like Billie Jean bass so you know. I mean <laughs> yeah. I will say there was like there 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 was a song that made me stop. I don't remember what song it was, but I am like, yeah, that 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 song made me want to play bass. Like that's like one of your guys' songs. I'm like, this is my youth group. Like this is freshman year. Like, you know uh, this is not my story. But but anyway, so so that was a hard year for you personally. (laughs) We're going back to to this. So so that was a hard year for you personally. Now if you don't mind me asking, like you know, you you guys had a couple years, or not a couple years, you had a couple months off with the band as you were just taking care of the family and, and doing what you need to do. I mean, did the band was it one of those things where it's like the brotherhood kind of, I would say, grew even more out of that, where the fact of like you know one of our own is going through this, like was was there a mm-hmm. lot more of cementing of the band at that point, or were you, I mean, you guys were already playing together at that point for a decade,
2: right? Yeah, <clears throat> yeah, and you know, at that point, our original singer was still in the band. Uh, so Matt and uh, our old singer and That's Chris. right, because then
1: he went solo. Yeah. Recently? Yep. Damn, jerk.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, kind of, sort of. His solo stuff wasn't really meant to be the focus when he left the band, but yeah. uh, it's it's finally now, just now, really uh, becoming more of a focus for him again. But, um, yeah, you know, Matt and our uh, guitar player, Chris, mm-hmm. another original guy mm-hmm. who's still in the band now, Um and our our bass player at the time, his name was Steve Goodrum, uh, and actually it was a difficult time for him too because right after all that uh, all that that I went through with my dad, yeah. uh, he ended up going through a divorce. Oh my goodness! And, uh, and then pretty much right after that, left the band. And uh so yeah, so then when we were making that record, the Face of Love record, we also brought in a new bass player, a guy named Dan Gartley, who ended up being with us for about eight years. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, there you know there was a, a definitely a just kind of a, a brothers in arms gathering together yeah. you know tightening up the ship because we were all just kind of going through mm. you know I was the first one to have a, a parent pass away yeah. and you know so it was like this traumatic thing it was kind of something we all went through together like it was an experience for all of us you know
0: do you feel like the 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 different the different brotherhoods you've had with different members coming in and out with your band do you feel like that's helped strengthen your spiritual walk while you guys are on the road i mean is that something that you guys really lean on each other i mean because being on you know we talk about finding your tribe you know we're big into finding your tribe when you're you're in your local body um that's harder to do when you're out on the road so is the band is that your local tribe like these are the guys that you guys lean
2: on each other for yeah yeah exactly yeah yeah i think so yeah um you know, I've heard it said, I think it's actually a book, and I've not read the book, so silly for me to quote this, but... <laughs> it's all right. I will anyway. We can edit it out if it's uh, not right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, there's, there's uh, I think it's a book called, or something like Marriage Isn't Meant to... Make you happy. It's meant to make you holy. Yes. Yes. book? Yes. Sacred, sacred, <laughs> sacred marriage. marriage. Sacred I've read it. Yeah. Well, we got yeah, we, we, exactly. You quoted it, it right.
3: We don't have to edit it. We yeah. say we, we did a small
2: group
1: Bible study on, <laughs> on that it. book. Yep. I, I kept calling it Circle Marriage because yeah. there was a circle on the book.
3: But,
0: oh yeah. Yeah. The big <laughs> yeah, thing yeah, was the big thing was the booger inside the guy's nose. If you if remember. You, if, you if, you watch if you watch the video every video it's like oh. <laughs> Who is your film guy? Because they screwed up. <laughs> uh,
2: that guy should be fired. Yeah. Just kidding.
0: So see, uh, it's not so bad. You can quote it all day there long. <laughs>
2: so, so that line, right. Barry is, isn't designed well, to make you happy, it's right, made you holy. Right. right, yeah. And, you know, uh, yeah, I, I heard that line from the book, I yep. guess, and it's yep. always stuck with me. I think like, it's on know, the title, too. <laughs> like, is it? Yeah. Okay, yeah. Like, that's, that's true. That's really that's really a profound thought. Mm-hmm. I almost view a band that way. You know, people have said like, Oh, being in a band is like being married to a bunch of people all at once kind of thing. And <laughs> a bunch you of know, dudes, obviously, dudes yeah, dudes, yeah, no, that's a bro marriage, romance. all together. you know, obviously it's not literally the same thing in many ways, but uh, in terms of the, you know, iron and iron sharpening iron mm-hmm. kind of aspect of it, it is like that, you know? And I feel like, Uh, especially because we have been together so long. uh, We just know each other too well. Yeah, You know, like for, like for Chris and I, we started, I was 18. He was 16. I'm 45 now. You spent (laughs) your whole life with them. That's legit
1: youth group kids playing in the
3: basement. Yeah.
2: Yeah. yeah. I mean, for real. And you know, but that Chris knows me better than anyone except my wife. And uh, yeah. So it's like, I don't know. Just at this point, you know, the fact that we still genuinely love each other deeply and are yeah. like brothers and, yeah. you know, support each other and encourage each other. I feel like, because, you know, this is real talk. It hasn't always been that way. Right. Like we've had our, our times where there's been tremendous tension between us. Mm-hmm. You <laughs> so know, it has to be. Yeah. Yeah. You guys
0: are basically living together. I mean, it's just yeah. like a marriage, they're strafing a marriage.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, so yeah, just the f- the fact that where you know our relationship with one another is now really is kind of an amazing testimony of just mm. how God can do that. He can just purify you working through one another, even and and just yeah.
1: So I know you don't have a lot of time, but I still want to hear about the good year. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh,
3: what's yeah. the we best keep, year is we, real. We man. like to
1: chase rabbits around <laughs> here. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah, we're the real conversations, you know. <laughs>
0: But yeah, back to the good years. <laughs> there have
2: been good. See, and that's the thing. There's, I mean, every year really has has been been a good year. You yeah. know, the the thing that's been enjoyable about being in this band, and I think part of why we've done it for so long, <clears throat> is just simply that, uh, from the very beginning, it's always felt as if God just opens that next door. Mm-hmm. Like there's always another path to walk. Down, you right. know, another door to walk through. And, uh, and that's just never stopped. And, mm. you know, which is, I guess, why we still kept with it because it just feels like I think, I think we're not done it, yet. Yeah. <laughs> it's like God's just making it obvious that yeah. we're supposed to continue. And, um, but, I, you know, I'll say, I feel like <laughs> this might sound silly, but I feel like this year might be our best year. And I know that might sound crazy because it, you know, well, you know, I'm like, do we have a Dove Award lined I, I, up? I, I, like Grammy. Yeah. Wait a minute. See, that's the thing. We we've we've had the Dove Awards. We've been nominated for two Grammys. We've we just got a gold record a couple of years ago. Mm. Uh, and you know, we're by October we'll probably have another song go gold. And sure. the one that already went gold is gonna be going platinum at right. some point. Just you know, it's like things are continuing to grow. But I just feel like each year you know, the way God has redeemed this whole thing and bringing Dustin into the picture, you know, mm-hmm. I mean, this is his eighth year with us now. So he's, you know, I think we officially have decided he's not the new guy. All right. I guess he'll take you in, <laughs> but you know, just what God did and all that. Cause when, when Matt felt like the Lord was pulling him out of the, mm-hmm. out of the band and how he just needed to get off the road and be home was yeah. really his biggest thing. Uh, you know, I, I thought for sure it's it's done. You know, because yeah. he's the voice of Sanctus Real. Oh yeah, and he was our main songwriter, and right. you know, he's a great speaker and just everything. I just thought, well, how do you replace that guy? You know, with Mark. And, I mean, <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I mean, there's an M oh. in the name.
2: I do,
3: <laughs>
1: do want to hear about the drummer's role in the band besides just hitting some heads. You know, like look, I tell you, <laughs> there's two key people in the band, and it's a drummer
0: and the bassist. And the bassist, they're the backbone.
2: And I I am glad that your podcast is doing well because I think everybody needs to know that. Yeah, exactly. We're, we're, exactly. we're both bassists. That's why we say it. Nice. Definitely. Nice. Well, we should start a band.
1: Let's go. Oh, geez, I'm not that good anymore.
0: <laughs> I mean, I got too many kids. It's only been ah. less than six months since I played. Let's go. Let's <laughs> I opened up for Firefly once. It's fine. It's all good.
2: That's awesome. You yeah. did
0: what? Venetian Fest. You opened yeah. Well, well, left ninety nine. Firefly. Yeah. Left ninety nine.
1: Yeah, anyways, back so to that. I just you're played, s- real cool. I just played in, in churches. Each other. I was playing for the Lord. <laughs> <laughs> it was just Venetian fest. That's, was true. That's, that's true. That's
0: awesome. But so
1: I was just like, a fill-in bassist, though. So, so it's, with it's the band, good. so with Dustin, right? It was a yeah. Matt, Matt left. He went off the road. Right. Yeah. Right. And then new guy shows up. Not, not new the guy. new guy not anymore. new guy. <laughs> and you guys yeah. are still touring and still crushing it.
0: Yeah. So what makes you feel like it's going to be your best year? Or it is your best year?
2: Well, just... It's just—it's almost like the journey started over again mm. when Dustin came in. Because when mm. Matt left, you know, everything kind of went away. Like yeah. our management dropped us, our booking agent dropped us, That's our record crazy. label dropped us. Like everybody just was like, "Those guys are you're like the That's water. It. we're, st- no we're still here." Yeah. <laughs> so you know, to say discouragement, is, you know, is an understatement. Right? You guys—you oh, you yeah. guys yeah. weren't
1: given the newsboys treatment, where it's like, "Hey, look, no. we just got a new singer. Oh, it's Michael Tate." Like, <laughs> right,
3: <laughs> yeah. right.
2: So, you know, and, and that was a kind of a thing and really I've got to give credit to Chris because he, he just felt in his gut, like, I think God still wants us to do this. Yeah. And I was, you know, I was really struggling with the whole idea. Uh, And I initially had told Chris, like, if, if you want to try to get this thing off the ground again, I'll help you do that. But I think once it gets rolling and going crazy, like it did before, I might be stepping out too, man. I just don't know if I want to do this all over again. (laughs) Yeah. Um, And obviously, as time went on, yeah, I felt like God just made it clear, like, "No, I want you in this." And so here I am still. But that's awesome. (laughs) So if you don't
1: mind me asking, I'm gonna lean into that a little bit. So you're still traveling, you're still touring. I mean, your son, for heaven's sake, is coming to pick you up. So (laughs) how old is Ben now? Uh, Ben's 18. So you've been on the road that long? Longer. 96. How do you do it, bro? <laughs> like, how are you on the road that much with keeping a family together, raising kids, having a spouse? I how mean, do you keep your wife happy? That's what I want to know. Because she's unha- my wife's unhappy with just me working
0: and coming home every night. Plus, I'm yeah. like,
1: you better be careful what you say, because you need oh, to listen she knows. to knows. She's this. like, I want to spend more time
0: with you. you. You work too much. And I'm like, I'm sorry. I'm trying to get home.
2: <laughs> yeah, it's it's tough. You know, I, I think any, any line of work that you're in, you just... I mean, it always comes back to intentionality. He's yeah. got to be intentional. And yeah. the nice thing is that all of us guys in the band, we're all in the same boat. We're all married. There's 11 kids between all of us. Wow. Uh, so.
1: Sorry, I shouldn't giggle. There's 11 kids yeah. between us. Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I was, was going to really say, getting not, getting that's a big, <laughs> <laughs> not that that's a big deal for you, but.
1: <laughs> <laughs> a, a lot of. I mean, kids are a lot no matter how many are. Oh, yeah.
3: All
2: yeah. yeah. Anyways. Uh, but yeah, you know, it's just. Man. It's just kind of deciding, like, look, this is how many shows we're going to do and no more. Mm-hmm. You know, and this is how much time we're going to dedicate to being home. And, you know, it's not going to be two weeks straight. It's going to be three or four days, and then we're home half a week. Yeah. Just, you know, it's... Sure. Just try to keep it all balanced. Balance, right, yeah. And when you're home... you' home. You're home. Be focused. Yeah. You know, be focused on that. Yeah, And definitely. don't be somewhere else in your head all the time.
0: Don't you be know. thinking about the next gig or the next right. place you're going or the next yeah. song you're going to write or anything like that. Yeah. Cool. Yep.
1: So I do have to ask. Okay. So with you being the drummer, I've always wanted to, well, there's actually two questions. I've always wanted to know. So All right. We got to gonna... finish up because it's about his time. All right. Well, I'm going to ask him. <laughs> <laughs> First question is as the drummer, what what's your role in the band besides just laying down some sick <laughs> drum beats? Like, like, are we writing songs or whatever? And then number two, do you guys bring your own equipment with you wherever you travel? Like we're talking speakers and lights and sounds and soundboards. I asked Ben Rector this question on his Instagram stories, and he didn't answer me. Oh. So, <laughs> well, John Tibbs does. We we asked him the same question. That's true. But anyways, but I've always wondered that. Well, first off, like as a drummer, like what's the role in the band? Because you're still one of the OG members.
2: Yeah. You know, <laughs> you know it's it's interesting because it's definitely evolved over mm-hmm. the years. Um,
1: Aka, you don't have to be
0: your own roadie anymore. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> no,
2: unfortunately, that goes back and forth. Oh, okay. All
0: right.
2: <laughs> Like tonight I was loading out my own drums and stuff. There was volunteers helping, which is cool. But yeah, I still, I still touch my own stuff and That's put it better away. better that way. That <laughs> yeah. way don't screw anything up. <laughs> um, yeah. You know, I think at this point my role in a lot of ways, because I'm, I'm not really a songwriter. Uh, so uh, Chris and Dustin do all the writing They'll, they'll co write often with friends of ours in Nashville. Uh, so, a lot of my role beyond just obviously playing drums on stage, uh, they'll write a bunch of songs and then I get to hear the songs and then I get to kind of like give the thumbs up, thumbs down kind of thing.
0: He's <laughs> like Caesar. Which is <laughs> yes, <laughs> We call that quality control. The drummer is Caesar. That's what we just quality heard today. The Emperor. Yeah.
2: <laughs> So and and you know and I, I don't mean that like I've got final say by no, any yeah but uh, and it's not really even that difficult these guys are all super talented Yeah, like they, I like they everything write really like I mean when you're in Nashville it's like yeah boss we yeah got you. yeah it's like you know, I think I can drum to that the, yeah the worst the worst of their songs is still a great song so right.
1: so a lot of it, you take their songs and then you go to the studio and just lay out the tracks and try to figure out the different pieces and.
2: Yeah, I mean, even that depends. <laughs> Nowadays, everything is done uh, in Nashville. Everybody's got like a studio in their bedroom. It's right. so true. We got of one stuff, in my basement, so. <laughs> right, yeah. A lot of stuff is even like programmed and stuff. Yeah. Like a lot of the drums you're hearing on records these days aren't. Right. They weren't recorded in a studio. They were They were sampled and dropped in. Right. And, yeah, wow. it's kind of crazy. <laughs>
1: Taking the art away from the drummer. I know. But here's the thing. They don't have dynamic. He
0: does. That's true. Just saying the dynamics that a true drummer has are way (laughs) different than a track that you're dropping in.
2: And, and you know, this is real talk. So I'll, I'll I'll be real with you. I've kind of put my foot down this year. I recently put, uh, built my own home studio in my basement. Yeah. So I'm actually tracking drums on the, the awesome. next Sanctus real stuff. Myself, Let's go. It? So we're, we're getting back to, All right, back where to the rock and roll. It's, t- it's rock t- and Rolls look, meant look. to be. Yep. You
0: guys didn't get to where you're at by putting tracks in there. That ain't you.
3: That's right. <laughs> That's
0: right. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> We're supporting this. We're gonna <laughs> but start so, but we're, I, we're gonna start a, a pledge page for this, right? A pledge We page. only we only want mark drums in every, every single for, album. Well, we're not listening no more. <laughs> there you go. But <laughs> no, don't get me in trouble, Wait, guys. wait you're not allowed to do <laughs> <When>, interviews but, <laughs> anymore.
1: <laughs> but okay, but serious question though. But like when you guys do travel, like do you guys I mean, obviously you bring oh, your yeah. own like musical equipment, but like everything else that we see at these, you know, whether it's a venue like here at Revive Fest do you guys haul all that stuff or you guys just kind of show up, plug in and let's go?
2: Not usually more that. Okay. Yeah. Um, it, it does kind of depend. Uh, if we're out doing like a full blown tour, a lot of times we'll like hire, you guys are like the headline tour. You're right. right? Yeah. Uh, we'll hire a production company
3: because
2: mm-hmm. <clears throat> we, it's, it's different for every artist, but most artists don't own their own production stuff. We have a little bit, but as far as like the full PA system and mm-hmm, all the lighting right, and right. all that, like we own our own video wall, uh, so we'll that's take a video that's dope out. okay um, birthday yeah, parties are legit <laughs> get out the you have LED movie nights.
1: <laughs> yeah, big movie nights and parking yep. yep. lots watching Frozen 2 on that <laughs> bro his kids are a little older than that that's <laughs> true. watching Die Hard on that bro are. it's a Christmas the movie the Matrix <laughs>
2: Yeah, we know how to party. So when you guys are doing your
1: headline tours, you guys, is like each city you guys line up with the next crew, or like there's like a bus that just follows you guys around with all your guys' yeah, stuff? Yeah, if,
2: if we're out on a tour with a production company, then yeah, it's all kind of, we're all moving together as a That's unit. Cool, cool. Uh, but a lot of times, like festivals over the summer and stuff, we're just flying in, and everything's already there. We just plug Perfect. in. Perfect. How do you guys get also, your
1: gear here? Like, do you guys have like a roadie that just drives it to the next spot? Um, This is Mark geeking so, out a little bit. I apologize. No, we'll you're, talk it, people. <laughs>
2: Uh, some, some, a lot of times headlining artists will do that. They'll have like a semi truck that'll bring all their gear. Uh, but for us, a lot of times if, if we're like opening, like tonight we open for weird messengers, mm-hmm. um, which is just Can crazy we back that, up that a you bit. guys weren't headlining.
0: Let's just say that that's just crazy to think about. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying that's, that's, right, how this, that's how good this, you guys were the was, headliners. Man. Like my whole early adulthood. Fest, so like man. you guys were always the headliners. Actually, <laughs> like,
1: right, Did you yeah. guys ever come to pulse that's fest in good. South Bend?
2: Uh, yeah, I feel like I'm yeah. like, I feel yeah. like I've seen. Yeah, it. yeah. yeah, yeah we, so. we played a few times there.
1: Yep. No. That, Anyways, that, that was our gigs. <laughs> Back to uh, yeah. youth group days, man, in the open well, field. Well, you were youth group, I was not. <laughs> that's true, that's true. <laughs> Anyways, continue. Yeah.
2: <laughs> um, so, yeah, so a lot of times we just, you know, we'll show up and there's backline gear. That's yeah. yep. another production company has brought in equipment. There's already a drum set on stage that I'm allowed to use or nice. a lot of amps there, or a keyboard, you know. So, we'll just use whatever gear is provided. And That's cool. All right. I got one more one question. One last question,
0: then we got to go. One, one more question for him. All right. So, we do this little thing on the podcast called Fun Facts with Fuller. You got a fun fact for us?
2: A fun fact? Just a, a random fun fact. Fun uh, Ryan, fact. Uh, Ryan,
0: this is how he got me on the very first episode of RTC. So. We didn't know how to end the episode. So, I'm like, so uh, give, like, well, like give a, me a fun fact. Yeah, give me a fun and fact. So, I pulled to end one out of my butt. So, I'm going to see if you can do it. <laughs> <laughs> it's a challenge now. <laughs>
2: well, I'm not going to pull anything out of your butt. Well, but no, I mean.
3: You got me
0: on that one.
1: He's like, he's like, look, you're all right, but we ain't that close. <laughs> you ain't on the tour
3: bus with he's them, like, bro. Yeah. He's like, I ain't been touring you with you. You got to be a road warrior to get those privileges.
0: So do you have a fun fact? Oh, My oh good goodness. Man. man. See, he's like, dang it.
2: <laughs> Whew, you should have prepped me for this. I we weren't prepped to for to any of this, it. so. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, Which is the best part of Real Talk. 100%. All right. Here's a fun fact. All right. The other members of the band, Oh, we get the dirt, tend to, well, I'm just giving you dirt on myself. Oh. <laughs> it's a fun fact, though. <laughs> they tend to tease me because I, I have this, uh, it's, probably, it's probably a little bit of an OCD kind of thing, but I have this, this ritual with brushing my teeth in a particular way. All right, let's every, hear the ritual. Every morning now. and every night. So I just I don't know. Apparently I'm maybe a little more thorough than most. I, I take you know my my time and really are very thorough about the the brushing process. Mm-hmm. And I, I use one of those like tongue brusher things, tongue
0: The water pick.
2: And then I do yeah, but well I just use regular floss. Okay. I haven't upgraded to the water pick yet. And then I I they haven't rinse. won the Grammy
1: yet. They got to win the Grammy first. Yeah, that's the, right. There you
2: go then i rinse with some mouthwash and then i am done okay. but the whole process takes me a solid like 15 minutes i will say so my I'm wife not, is that way i'm
0: not that long i yeah. bought the oral b that it's like the uh, the auto one this is the weirdest yeah, conversation ever and then ever. like after like <laughs> Every 45 seconds, it gives, like, a buzz-buzz, which means, so you start in the lower right of your jaw. and oh. buzz-buzz, then you go to the upper. Buzz-buzz, then you come
1: across. Buzz-buzz. How buzz. old are we so right that now? That is exactly... <laughs> I How understand, Mark. I'm with you on no, the ritual, bro. It. I just brush-brush and go... No, but Beth, like... like when we first got married, it drove her nuts because, like, I'm brushing my teeth. I'm like, I'm like, I'm trying to like lean past her, like spit in, and she's like, back up, like, because I mean, she was single, you know, single as an adult, whatever. And all of a sudden, there's this dude right. living in her house, and well, I mean, married, but dude living in her right. house, and so I had to learn when she's brushing her teeth. I back up like that is her sink because she has yeah. her routine and her ritual you and her wait. way and her yeah. whatever and if I screw it up I screw it up well, and it's just that's
0: why I let Janiel go first and spend her do her routine and then I go in after that way I can I mean, take as long as better. I want
1: to see if Beth yeah. is still listening at this point I still love you like you're getting a lot better but I remember the first time she had a ritual I'm like you can't screw this well, up but I'm like okay I enjoyed that fun fact Mark <laughs> that thank, was you. A
0: good one. thank you and thank you for taking time out to hang out with us and absolutely kind of give thank us an you. insider say, on sick Real. when we
1: found out we were sitting down with you my inner like youth group kid went holy crap i would pick him up off the
0: ground a little bit
1: no. <laughs> for reals though no it's been awesome man. but dude mark seriously thank you man so thank yeah, you Yeah, thank
0: you guys and we'll keep listening to you <laughs> keep putting out good music as long as god allows so yeah, absolutely, if we you lay the track
1: that. and only if you lay the tracks,
0: only if only if you lay the tracks all right. Awesome. And if you get bored and want to listen to two dudes in a basement, I mean, real talk. We're always here. <laughs> I'll, I'll be
2: listening. Uh, I'll be right. listening now. All right.
0: Well, we're going to be uh, we're gonna be hitting you up and be like,
1: hey, Mark, what's
0: going on? What's the next thing we can talk about? <laughs> oh, <laughs> goodness, man. What's That's a awesome. good subject for Well, this?
1: I'm going to just be the bad Absolutely. guy. He just ended. All so, Mark, right. it was a Mark. pleasure, man. Thank you, Fuller. Yeah. It's always a pleasure. Oh, yeah. So, until next time, guys. Take it easy.
3: Well,
0: thank you guys for hanging out with us as uh, we enjoyed our time with Mark. Uh, It was a great conversation. Hope you guys enjoyed it. If you guys have not checked us out on the socials, check us out, Real Talk Christian Podcast. Go to our website, realtalkchristianpodcast.com to find all the places that you can follow us or join us. Don't forget to continue to listen to Sanctus Real and especially Mark Grillman and uh, continue to give them your support at any chance you can. Uh, Hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Until next time, take it easy.